0: The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com.
1: We're at the middle of the week, and once again, some areas are experiencing potentially deadly heat. So you be careful, and please keep an eye on your neighbors. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Wednesday, August 23rd, 2023, Wednesday of the 20th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the rosary. And today is the optional memorial of St. Rose of Lima, the first canonized saint of the New World. She was born in 1586 to parents of Spanish descent in Lima, Peru. When her parents fell into financial trouble, she worked in the garden all day and sewed at night. They refused to let her enter a convent. And out of obedience, she continued her life of penance and solitude at home as a member of the Third Order of St. Dominic. During the last few years of her life, Rose set up a room in her house where she cared for homeless children, the elderly and the sick. This was the beginning of social services in Peru. When Rose died at the age of 31 in 1617, the city turned out for her funeral. Prominent men took turns carrying her coffin. Saint Rose of Lima, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Come Holy Ghost, inflame our hearts with the longings of Christ's Sacred Heart so that we might truly offer our persons and works in union with him for the salvation of the world. Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, we consecrate ourselves to your Sacred Heart and we offer ourselves with you to the Father in your Holy Sacrifice of the Mass. With our prayer, works, sufferings and joys of this day, in reparation for our sins and that your kingdom come. We especially pray for the church throughout the world, for the Holy Father and his intentions, for the evangelization and conversion of the whole world, for our bishop and his intentions, for our parish and for our families and their needs. Listen to us, O Lord, through Christ your Son. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray that World Youth Day in Lisbon just passed will help young people to live and witness the gospel in their own lives. 10 Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus.
2: My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. One of the places I most dread in the entire world is probably a waiting room. could be a waiting room in a doctor's office, dentist office, could be a waiting room at a car dealership. I recently had to have some work done on my car and had to wait for what they told me would be over 90 minutes, and they tell you can wait in the, in the waiting room, which, at least in this particular car dealership, has a few chairs that are supposed to be comfortable but really aren't, and there's usually a television that's playing daytime TV some kind of reality talk show or something that is just going to rot the brain. Or a similar thing may happen for those who serve jury duty, at least in the United States of America, where you're just in a big waiting room all day long, and the goal is just to wait. There's literally nothing to do. You just sit there and wait for some amount of time that idleness of waiting not being able to leave not being able to go somewhere else just needing to sit and wait and be idle is dreadful it actually is something that's very contrary to the glory for which we are created as human beings because work for us is a blessing. To be active is a blessing. It's one of the original blessings God gave to humanity. God placed Adam in the garden that he might work, that he could till it. And in that, Adam is meant to be in imitation of God himself in the very likeness of God that Adam is active. As God worked in the act of creation, so Adam works in caring for creation. And so Idleness and waiting is a real difficulty, and it's something that is a penance in many ways and can be, can be lived as a penance. But even then, we're, we're kind of doing something with it. And Jesus, I think that when we consider this idleness as a real detriment, that can shape the way that we consider the parable that you tell in the Gospel for the Mass today— about the landowner we hear Jesus told his disciples this parable the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out at dawn to hire laborers for his vineyard and after agreeing with them for the usual daily wage which is a denarius he sent them into his vineyard and you know maybe the story could end there right you hire workers in the morning you send them into the vineyard you're going to pay them whatever they make for a day And then the landowner can just go home and put his feet up. He kind of did what he had to do in hiring people to do work for him. And no, uh, he is working too. In fact, instead of the parable being called the parable of maybe the laborers in the vineyard, this parable could be called the parable of the, the hyperactive landowner. Because a couple hours later, the landowner goes back into the city, the town square, and he finds more. At nine o'clock, we hear. He saw others standing around in the marketplace. And he said to them, You too, go go into my vineyard, and I'll give you what's just. And so they went off. Now great, this landowner has hired two different groups of people. And we get into about the middle of the day. And so again, have a nice lunch. Put your feet up. No, at noon, he went out again. And it likewise at three o'clock, and he did likewise. He, he found more people, and he, he sent them into the vineyard, telling them that he'd pay them whatever is just. And then finally, at the 11th hour, 5 o'clock, the workday would usually go 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. So that last hour, he found others standing around. He said, why do you stand here idle all day? And they said, because no one has hired us. And how depressing is that? 11 hours. I had to wait maybe 90 minutes for my car to be done. And even then, I was doing work and making phone calls and responding to emails. The fact that many of us may have smartphones. We could listen to 10 minutes with Jesus in the waiting room and do something productive. Have a conversation with you, Lord. Maybe a little time of mental prayer, some spiritual reading. But these guys, for 11 hours, were just standing around waiting. What a depressing way to spend a day. And so the landowner says, you two, go. Go into my vineyard. Do some work. And then it comes time, probably less than an hour later, to pay them all. So he calls them all, and he gives each of them one denarius, one day's wage, which is what he agreed on. And the first ones, they begin to grumble They begin to grumble, saying, we bore the burden of the day and all the heat, and we're being paid the same as those guys that came with just 30 minutes left, maybe when we're all cleaning up. The landowner says to them in reply, my friend, I'm not cheating you. Didn't we agree for the usual daily wage? Take what's yours and go. Now, that phrase is not pleasant. Jesus, uh, there's only a few times in the gospel where someone says, my friend, and it's actually not. Good in a parable, right, my friend? That's that's not. We're not acting in a friendly way there, right, friend? I'm not. I'm not cheating you. We agreed on this. If you want to take what is yours and go, but that's not the relationship. This parable has nothing to do with the money. The fact is, those who are able to spend the day working in the vineyard, contributing, they the blessing is in the work that they did, not in the payment that they received To be active and not to be idle is itself the blessing. It's not just about the pay. We're not working for the weekend. And we can see this in a particular way in how we view our work and how our work is something to be sanctified. That our work is not just about the pay that we get from it, the reward we get. Rather, work is in and of itself a blessing. And idleness is a curse to our humanity. Jesus, you call us to be active, to be working. You yourself are the hyperactive landowner. That you're always going out, and you're always inviting us in. And you're finding people that are idle, and you're inviting them to be part of your mission. And you go out again, and again, and again. As much as we think maybe we're working, Jesus, you're working so much more. You're working to get us on board, to get us to be part of the mission, that you're the one going out and you find us and you invite us in. And when you invite us into a relationship with you, when you invite us to grow in our life of piety, when you invite us to grow in being apostolic, these are not things that we do just for some reward. In and of themselves, they are the blessing. They're what gives us that sense of purpose. They give a sense of meaning to our day. And they help us really live as being made in the image of God, sons and daughters of the Father. And so we should ask, are we just working for rewards? Are we just doing any task that we do just for the pay that we may receive from it, just for the esteem that we may have from our colleagues? Or do we realize that our work itself is the blessing? And when we work with love, when we work with attention, when we work in union with you, Jesus, that that itself is a blessing. It's its own reward. Jesus, help us to see this. Help us to see how our work can be a blessing, something to be sanctified, a path to union with you. We ask our mother to pray for us in this. All the work that she did was done entirely out of love for Jesus, never working for reward, but out of love for God. Mary, pray for us that we may work for the glory of God. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help in putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, my St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me.
1: And you'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. This day of prayer begins in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on Wednesday of the 20th week in Ordinary Time, August 23rd, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek. We begin this liturgical day joining with the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the invitatory psalm and the office of readings. Lord, open my lips and my my mouth mouth will proclaim your your praise. praise.
3: Cry out with joy to the Lord of the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Cry
4: Cry out out with with joy joy to to the the Lord Lord of the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness.
5: Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord.
6: Cry out
4: with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness
3: Cry out with joy to the
4: Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come then, let
5: us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord, our Maker. For he is our God and we are his people. The flock he
4: shepherds. Cry Cry out out with with joy joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the
3: Lord with gladness. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works, cry Cry out out with joy joy to the the Lord,
4: all the earth, serve the Lord with
5: gladness. Forty years I endured that generation, I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest.
4: Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with
3: gladness. To the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as
5: As it was was in the beginning, is
4: now, now and will be forever. forever. Amen. Cry Cry out with joy joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness.
7: My soul, never forget all he has done for you. Bless
6: Bless the Lord, Lord, my soul. soul, Never Never forget forget all he has done for you.
8: My soul, give thanks to the Lord. All my being, bless his holy name. My soul, give thanks to the Lord and never forget all his blessings.
9: It is he who forgives all your guilt, who heals every one of your ills who redeems your life from the grave, who crowns you with love and compassion, who fills your life with good things, renewing your youth like an eagle's.
8: The Lord does deeds of justice, gives judgment for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses and his deeds to Israel's sons. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit,
7: as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and will will be forever. Amen. Bless the Lord, my soul. soul. Never Never forget forget all he has
9: done for you. As a father is gentle with his children, so is the Lord with those who revere him.
7: As a father is
6: gentle
9: with his children, so is the Lord with those who revere him. The Lord is compassion and love, slow to anger and rich in mercy. His wrath will come to an end. He will not be angry forever. He does not treat us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our faults.
8: For as the heavens are high above the earth, so strong is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, So far does he remove
9: our sins. As a father has compassion on his sons, the Lord has pity on those who fear him. For he knows of what we are made. He remembers that we are dust.
7: As for man, his days are like grass. He flowers like the flower of the field. The wind blows
8: and he is gone and his place never sees him again. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever.
7: Amen. As a father is gentle with his children, so is
8: the Lord with those who revere him. Bless the Lord, all you his works. Bless the Lord, all
6: you his works.
9: But the love of the Lord is everlasting upon those who hold him in fear. His justice reaches out to children's children when they keep his covenant in truth, when they keep his will in their mind.
7: The Lord has set his sway in heaven, and his kingdom is ruling over all. Give thanks to the Lord all his angels, mighty in power, FULFILLING HIS WORD, WHO HEED THE VOICE OF HIS WORD.
9: GIVE THANKS TO THE LORD, ALL HIS HOSTS, HIS SERVANTS WHO DO HIS WILL. GIVE THANKS TO THE LORD, ALL HIS WORKS, IN EVERY PLACE WHERE HE RULES. MY SOUL, GIVE THANKS TO THE LORD.
7: GLORY TO THE FATHER, AND TO THE SON, AND TO THE HOLY SPIRIT.
9: AS As IT WAS was IN THE the BEGINNING,
6: beginning, IS now. NOW and and it will will be forever. Amen.
9: Let us pray. You have compassion for the sinner, Lord, as a father has compassion for his children. Heal the weaknesses of your people and save us from lasting death, that we may praise and glorify you forever. Bless Bless the Lord, all you his works. Lord, Make me understand the way of your precepts, and I will marvel
10: at your wisdom.
11: A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The Lord has sent word against Jacob. It falls upon Israel. And all the people know it. Ephraim and those who dwell in Samaria, those who say in arrogance and pride of heart. Bricks have fallen, but we will build with cut stone. Sycamores are felled, but we will replace them with cedars. But the Lord raises up their foes against them and stirs up their enemies to action. Aram on the east and the Philistines on the west devour Israel with open mouth. For all this, his wrath is not turned back, and his hand is still outstretched. The people do not turn to him who struck them nor seek the Lord of hosts. So the Lord severs from Israel head and tail, palm branch and reed in one day. The elder and the noble are the head. The prophet who teaches falsehood is the tail. The leaders of this people misled them, and those to be led are engulfed. For this reason, the Lord does not spare their young men and their orphans and widows he does not pity. They are wholly profaned and sinful, and every mouth gives vent to folly. For all this, his wrath is not turned back, his hand is still outstretched. For wickedness burns like fire, devouring briar and thorn. It kindles the forest thickets, which go up in columns of smoke. At the wrath of the Lord of hosts, the land quakes, and the people are like fuel for fire. No man spares his brother, each devours the flesh of his neighbor. Though they hack on the right, they are hungry. Though they eat on the left, they are not filled. Manasseh devours Ephraim, and Ephraim Manasseh. Together they turn on Judah. For all this, his wrath is not turned back, his hand is still outstretched. Woe to those who enact unjust statutes and who write oppressive decrees, depriving the needy of judgment and robbing my people's poor of their rights, making widows their plunder and orphans their prey. What will you do on the day of punishment when ruin comes from afar? To whom will you flee for help? Where will you leave your wealth, lest it sink beneath the captive or fall beneath the slain? For all this, his wrath is not turned back, his hand is still outstretched. How the Lord in his anger has brought darkness upon daughter Zion. He He has has flung flung the glory of Israel Israel down down from from heaven heaven to earth. earth. In the day of his wrath, he has
0: forgotten Zion, his footstool.
11: He He has flung the glory of
0: Israel down down from heaven to earth. A reading from a sermon by St. Augustine, Bishop. Whenever we suffer some affliction, we should regard it both as punishment and as correction. Our holy scriptures themselves do not promise us peace, security, and rest. On the contrary, The Gospel makes no secret of the troubles and temptations that await us. But it also says that he who perseveres to the end will be saved. What good has there ever been in this life, since the time when the first man received the just sentence of death, and the curse from which Christ our Lord has delivered us? So we must not grumble, my brothers, for as the Apostle says, some of them murmured and were destroyed by serpents. Is there any affliction now endured by mankind that was not endured by our fathers before us? What sufferings of ours even bear comparison with what we know of their sufferings? And yet you hear people complaining about this present day and age, because things were so much better in former times. I wonder what would happen, if they could be taken back to the days of their ancestors. Would we not still hear them complaining? You may think past ages were good but it is only because you are not living in them. It amazes me that you who have now been freed from the curse, who have believed in the Son of God, who have been instructed in the Holy Scriptures, that you can think the days of Adam were good, and your ancestors bore the curse of Adam, of that Adam to whom the words were addressed, With sweat on your brow you shall eat your bread, you shall till the earth from which you were taken, and it will yield you thorns and thistles. This is what he deserved, and what he had to suffer. This is the punishment meted out to him by the just judgment of God. How then can you think that past ages were better than your own? From the time of that first Adam to the time of his descendants today, man's lot has been labor and sweat, thorns and thistles. Have we forgotten the flood? and the calamitous times of famine and war whose history has been recorded precisely in order to keep us from complaining to God on account of our own times? Just think what those past ages were like. Is there one of us who does not shudder to hear or read of them? Far from justifying complaints about our own time, they teach us how much we have to be thankful for. I ponder the days of old. I remember the years long past.
10: All night long I meditated in my heart.
7: I I cried cried out,
10: O O God, God, have pity pity on me. me. I sought God on the day of my suffering. I held out my hands to Him the whole night through. I
11: I cried cried out, O O God, God, have pity on me.
10: Let us pray. O God, who have prepared for those who love You good things which no eye can see. Fill our hearts, we pray, with the warmth of Your love, so that, Loving you in all things and above all things, we may attain your promises, which surpass every human desire. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen.
1: Today's gospel is about people looking for work. It's coming up in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Wednesday, August 23rd, 2023. I'm Paul Sadiq. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, it's the parable of the landowner. And there's a lot to ponder in this. Let's give a listen from the 20th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. For the kingdom of heaven is like a householder
12: who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with the laborers for a denarius a day, he sent them into his vineyard. And going out about the third hour, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace. To them he said, you, go into the vineyard too, and whatever is right, I will give you. So they went. Going out again about the sixth hour and the ninth hour, he did the same. And about the 11th hour, he went out and found others standing. And he said to them, why do you stand here idle all day? They said to him, because no one has hired us. He said to them, you go into the vineyard too. And when evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his steward, call the laborers and pay them their wages, beginning with the last up to the first. And when those hired about the 11th hour came, each of them received a denarius. Now when the first came, they thought they would receive more, but each of them also received a denarius. And on receiving it, they grumbled at the householder saying, These last worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. But he replied to one of them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to this last as I give to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or do you begrudge my generosity? So the last will be first and the first last.
1: This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group Daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, like I said, there's a lot to ponder in that parable. So let's take a closer look at it and what it means to us. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from volume four, Ordinary Time. It's surprising that the father in the parable went out at the very end of the day when there was little left to do. It's also surprising to learn the explanation given by those who even at that late hour are unemployed because no one has hired us. No one has given us the good news that the owner of the field is looking for laborers to work his vineyard. Is this not the same answer given by many baptized Christians today? Their faith is languishing because no one has made use of them. You have spoken to one person and another and yet another because you are consumed by zeal for souls. You must persevere, and no one afterwards will be able to excuse himself by saying, Nobody has called us. Not one of our relatives, our friends, our neighbors, not even someone with whom we spent an afternoon or shared a journey or worked in the same office or studied at the same school not one should be unaffected by our love for christ when love is great it shows itself at the slightest opportunity many will be moved by the words we speak with vigor and with the joy of the master others will be helped by our good example of work well done of serenity in the face of suffering of manifest charity towards others all will feel urged by our prayer and by our profound joy which are the fruits of following christ no one who has known us should be able to say at the end of his life that he was never called some of the laborers complained about the wages they were given no matter since the lord has given to each one the agreed amount one denarius These malcontents did not understand that to serve the Lord is an honor and not a duty. To work for Christ is to reign. To be called by God from the public square, a reason for giving thanks. While serving as apostles in the middle of the world, we find more than enough compensation. We are trying to love Christ and to serve him ever more faithfully as we seek new laborers to work for him. The Lord will never forget that service. We should keep in mind that the denarius itself is stamped with the image of the king. God gives up his own life for us, and at the end of time he will give us glory without end. Each shall receive his wages according to his labor. Come with me to Mary, the mother of Christ. You who are our mother and have seen Jesus grow up, and make good use of the time he spent among men. Teach me how to spend my days serving the church and all mankind. My good mother, teach me whenever necessary to hear in the depths of my heart as a gentle reproach that my time is not my own because it belongs to our Father who is in heaven. We ask St. Joseph also to teach us how to spend our lives in Christ's service while we go about our ordinary activities in the midst of the world. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Let's join the whole church in prayer now. We're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in morning prayer.
10: God
7: My heart is ready, O God. My heart is ready.
9: My My heart heart
6: is is ready, ready, O God. God. My My heart heart is is ready. ready.
7: My heart is ready, O God. I will sing, sing your praise. Awake, my soul. Awake, lyre and harp. I will awake the dawn.
9: I will thank you, Lord, among the peoples. Among the nations, I will praise you. For your love reaches to the heavens and your truth to the skies. O God, arise above the heavens. May your glory shine on earth.
7: O come and deliver your friends. Help with your right hand and reply. From his holy place, God has made this promise I will triumph and divide the land of Shechem. I will measure out the valley of Succoth.
9: Gilead is mine and Manasseh. Ephraim I will take for my helmet. Judah for my commander's staff. Moab I will use for my washbowl. On Edom I will plant my shoe. Over the Philistines I will shout in triumph.
8: But who will
7: lead me to conquer the fortress... Who will bring me face to face with Edom? Will you utterly reject us, O God, and no longer march with our armies?
9: Give us help against the foe, for the help of man is vain. With God we shall do bravely, and he will trample down our foes.
7: Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit,
2: as
9: it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be
2: forever.
6: Amen.
9: Accept the prayers of your servants, Lord, and prepare our hearts to praise your holy name. Come to our aid in times of trouble and make us worthy to sing you songs of thanksgiving. My heart
7: heart is is ready, ready, O God, my My heart is ready. ready.
9: The Lord has robed me with grace and salvation. The The Lord Lord has robed robed me with with grace grace and salvation. salvation. I rejoice heartily in the Lord. In my God is the joy of my soul, for he has clothed me with a robe of salvation and wrapped me in a mantle of justice, like a bridegroom adorned with a diadem, like a bride bedecked with her jewels.
7: As the earth brings forth its plants, and a garden makes its growth spring up, so will the Lord God make justice and praise spring up before all the nations.
9: For Zion's sake I will not be silent, for Jerusalem's sake I will not be quiet, until her vindication shines forth like the dawn and her victory like a burning torch.
7: Nations shall behold your vindication and all kings your glory. You shall be called by a new name pronounced by the mouth of the Lord. You shall be a glorious crown in the hand of the Lord, a royal diadem held by your God.
9: No more shall men call you forsaken or your land desolate. But you shall be called My Delight, and your land espoused. For the Lord delights in you, and makes your land His spouse.
7: As a young man marries a virgin, your builder shall marry you. And as a bridegroom rejoices in his bride, so shall your God rejoice in you.
9: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now,
7: and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. The The Lord has robed me with grace and salvation. I will praise my God all the days of my life. I will praise my God all the days of my life. My soul, give praise to the Lord. I will praise the Lord all my days. Make music to my God while I live.
9: Put no trust in princes, in mortal men in whom there is no help. Take their breath, they return to clay, and their plans that day come to nothing.
7: He is happy who is helped by Jacob's God whose hope is in the Lord his God, who alone made heaven and earth, the seas and all they contain.
9: It is he who keeps faith forever, who is just to those who are oppressed. It is he who gives bread to the hungry, the Lord who sets prisoners free, the Lord who gives sight to the blind, who raises up those who are bowed down, THE LORD WHO PROTECTS THE STRANGER AND UPHOLDS THE WIDOW AND THE ORPHAN.
7: IT IS THE LORD WHO LOVES THE JUST BUT THWARTS THE PATH OF THE WICKED. THE LORD WILL REIGN FOREVER, ZION'S GOD, FROM AGE TO AGE.
9: GLORY TO THE FATHER AND TO THE SON AND TO THE HOLY SPIRIT.
7: AS IT it WAS was IN in THE the BEGINNING, beginning, IS is NOW now, AND and WILL will BE forever. FOREVER. Amen. Amen. God of glory and power, those who have put all their trust in you are happy indeed. Shine the brightness of your light upon us that we may love you always with a pure heart. I
0: will, I
7: will praise my God all the days of my life.
8: life. A reading from the book of Deuteronomy. No and fix in your heart that the Lord is God in the heavens above and on earth below, and that there is no other. You must keep his statutes and commandments, which I enjoin on you today. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. I will bless the Lord all my life long. I will bless the Lord all All my life long. long with a song of praise ever on my lips, all my life long. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit.
9: I I will bless bless the Lord Lord all my life
8: long. Let us serve the Lord in holiness all the days of our life. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He He has come come to his people and set them
7: free.
6: free.
9: Glory to to the Father, and to the the Son, and to the Holy
8: Spirit,
10: as as it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen.
8: Let us serve the Lord in holiness all the days of our life.
10: Christ, the splendor of the Father's glory, enlightens us with his word. With deep love we call upon him. Hear us, King of eternal glory. Hear Hear us, King of eternal
6: glory.
10: Blessed are you, the Alpha and the Omega of our faith.
8: For you called us out of darkness into your marvelous light. Hear Hear us, King of
6: of eternal glory.
10: You enabled the blind to see, the deaf to hear.
8: Help our unbelief. Hear Hear us, King of of eternal eternal
6: glory.
10: Lord, keep us in your love. Preserve our community.
8: Do not let us become separated from one another. Hear
6: us,
10: King King of eternal eternal glory. glory. Give us strength in temptation, endurance in trial, and
8: gratitude in prosperity.
6: Hear us, King King of of eternal eternal
10: glory. Now let us offer together the prayer our Lord Jesus Christ taught us.
8: Our Father, who who art art in heaven, heaven, Hallowed be thy name, thy Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread,
7: and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but
8: deliver us from evil.
7: Father, keep in mind your holy covenant, sealed with the blood of the Lamb, Forgive the sins of your people and let this new day bring us closer to salvation. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever.
9: Amen.
10: May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting
1: life. Amen. It's time to get up off your knees, come down from the mountain, and get your day going. Morning air is coming up in just a few minutes with John and Glenn. Patrick Madrid a bit later on. Patrick Conley a little bit later with The Inner Life. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the relevant radio app. Go out and make it a
0: great day and live in the light of the Lord.